Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense With intuitive intelligence Hey, hey, and welcome. It's Bernadette, your host, success mentor and mindset master here with really super cool guest i can't wait for you guys to meet travia i said am i saying that right first you are that's perfect okay i thought i was so travia i got to meet her last week and she is so cool she's a transformational coach who works with ambitious professionals to help them overcome their challenges achieve their goals after helping actors create and shift identities on stage for 24 years, Travia's taken that experience to real life to help her clients create and become the identities they need to be in order to get what they want in life. She loves to help them unleash their limits that years of conditioning have placed on them. So many times we settle for being the people we were molded to be instead of being the person we were meant to be. Welcome. Thank this you so much, Bernadette. Right up my alley. So you guys say hi yeah. when you get here. I can few, see a few people on. We are doing this on our normal Facebook page, which normally this goes into Patreon. But I was like, you know what? I have two interviews this week. Let's just do it on my page. And she was more than agreeable. So super. Excited. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Bernadette, thank you so much. I've been really excited about this all day long and so i feel like the energy that we exchanged last week is still flowing today so we have a good connection i don't know what it is and we'll explore it as we go on but i'll tell you we have a good connection i was telling my daughter in seattle it's like "Ah, you got to check out our podcast because we've got this really cool lady on and so (laughs) yeah tell us more about yourself personally like i love the thing with the actors like i'm like what she did what Tell us how you kind of came into this and went from that into what you're doing now. You know, the thing about it was I never, like I remember in college going, oh, what do I want to be when I grow up? And so it was a matter of, oh, I want to, I want to be an actor, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but I had no idea how to make that happen. And so I wasn't the kind of person then to figure that out. So I was at Northwestern, I played softball, I was in a theater program, and I just never took the next step. I kept playing it safe, you know? And so I wasn't getting the roles as an actor. So I said, oh, well, you know what? It's not my fault, it's someone else's fault. So I'm just now going to do tech theater because the people are seeing and hearing me over on the technical side. So then my specialization became lighting design, although I still had that burning desire for acting, but I never pursued it. And so Bernadette, for all of my life, then I, I watched myself want these things, but not do the necessary actions to make it happen. So then I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> I, I went to work for this this company called Very Light Automated Lighting because remember I was in lighting. And so this was a concert lighting company that I, I wanted to go on the road. So I thought until my teacher friends who I hung out with all the time had summers off, all this time off. So I was like, I don't want to work all the time. I don't want to work on Saturdays. I want to become a teacher. And I miss theater. And so because I missed it, I was like, I want to do this. Well, then I found and I fell in love with 
watching young performers step into my classroom as one person and leave as another. And that whole transformation took place on stage and everything. But you know, Bernadette, it was, I did that for 24 years. I did not get the bug until I went to Brendan Burchard's High Performance Academy because by then, and this was, I think, in 2016, that I had already started working on myself. Brendan came to Phoenix. It happened to be on a spring break. So I went with bells on first thing in the morning till last thing at night. And I just, before I went there, I knew I was drawn there and I found myself in the mirror going, am I just meant to do just this for the rest of my life? Is this as good as it gets? You know, am I just going to retire? Not that, you know, I think teaching is great, but remember I was that person who never went for it. I was that person who didn't know how to dig deeper, even though I was an athlete. And so there were just times when I was like, I just think there's more that I'm supposed to do. And I went to High Performance Academy and every day I was in there crying like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm supposed to do more, but I don't know what it is. And I got my clarity, the beginning of it, with Brendan Burchard. And then the clear voice I heard was at the gym, Bernadette. Of course. It's always when you don't expect it. (laughs) Right. I was on a stationary bike and I'm humping it. I'm like, whoa, yeah, because I love the cycle, right? And so I was still, and I listened to a lot of motivational YouTube videos, a lot of Les Brown, you know, all these people. And it came. It's like that chapter for teaching has closed. It's done. That doesn't mean you don't love it. That doesn't mean, you know, all these things that I was thinking it meant. It just means that it's time to switch and do something else. This is your calling. And I knew in that moment, my greater purpose was to help more people one-to-one in groups become the people they were meant to be, to shorten and change that gap from where they are now to where they want to be. And Bernadette, I was humping it on that bike and I cried like a baby in the middle of the gym. And people were probably going, I don't know what's wrong with that lady. She's probably having a a stroke or something, but she sure looks funny over there. (laughs) What's she crying about riding on the bike for? Right, right. You need to go home with that crying girl. (laughs) I'm glad, though, that you recognized it. So you talk about reinventing your life, about you know, your own, your own identity and shifting your identity and flipping mm-hmm. the switch on conditioning, which is all the stuff that I freaking love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've been doing it for a long time, but I love it when I come across someone who's passionate yeah. about changing people's lives. So what's your, what's your favorite story? What's your favorite, your favorite client shift? You know, <laughs> I'm working with an older lady right now. And she has, you know, worked through this programming and this conditioning that she doesn't deserve. She's not enough. She can't really pursue the things that she wants to pursue outside of her husband and her kids. Mm -hmm. So she's been living on the back burner for years, right? And then she's settled in to, this is as good as it gets. And she doesn't feel se- she didn't feel sexy. She didn't feel like she could actually go out there and live her dreams again because why? She had forgotten how to dream. 
So I did this exercise with, we started off with in three years, you know, if you just happen to bump into me, you know, and you and I are working together, what is the greatest part of your life? What's happening? How have your, how has your life transformed? And she said, I don't know. I have no idea. And I said, well, I want you to dream a little. And she was like, I don't know how to do that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't like, know so how to dream. Like so many people don't know how to dream. Isn't that crazy? I, well, I thought it was crazy the first time I heard it, but I hear it over and over and over again. And so I began doing the visualization for her and nice. planting for her. These are the characteristics that I see in you. I believe you are powerful. You are sexy. You are a force to be reckoned with. And you know what? And we're on Zoom and we're working and she's bawling like a baby. And then she said, and the only thing that I want, you know, I want to be able to feel sexy in my skin again. Let's just start there. Yeah. She didn't fix herself up. Now, Bernadette, she's doing these things. She's creating boundaries. She is sexy, dresses up almost every day in her wedges. She puts her hair down. And what's so great is she felt uncomfortable being fully seen by her husband. That barrier has dissolved. Nice. Because we've been working on her self-worth and her love of herself and walking by the mirror and going, hey, you, I see you looking in the eyes, not looking at your hair, not going, I got bags under my eyes, but looking in the eyes and saying, I love you. I love who you are. And I see you and I accept you as you are. So powerful. So yeah. powerful. And every time I think about her, it just fills my heart with so much love. Good night. Well, I mean, you have your own story, you know, and I don't want you to share anything you don't want to with us, but I mean, what, what did you, what did you have to shift that you're willing to share? Like, what did you overcome? Cause I, I love hearing yeah. people's stories when they step into this kind of work, you know, they didn't get there just because they saw right. some ad on Facebook. Right. <laughs> yeah. At least yeah. I hope they didn't, not the yeah. ones that are successful. You know, I had to shift and I don't, I, I can't remember if I shared this story with you or not on the podcast, but I asked my mother six months before she died, what was she most proud of? Her biggest accomplishments. Now my mother lived to be 85. It's not like she lived to be, you know, 22, 85 years on this earth. And she didn't come up with one thing, Bernadette, not one thing. And I was like, girl, you have five kids. You can't even say one of us. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say anything. So what did I do? I turned the finger back around on myself and I asked myself that same question. Well, I could think about, oh, graduating high school, oh, a college degree, oh, this, I want to, you know, all these things. But I recognized that they still, I wanted more. And I was like, is that all that I've done? And so when it, the whole transition of shifting, what I needed to shift was I was hiding from who I really was. I hid my sexuality. I hid, you know, I, I became, I was a verbal and a physical chameleon. I became the person you needed me to be in this situation. And then here was another group of friends. I became the person you needed me to be in that situation. And then eventually I was like, holy smoke, I'm so tired. 
I don't know who I am anymore. And I was so internally ashamed of who I was and my sexuality because I grew up that you were going to go to hell. And it took me a long time. Like I've always been a Christian. I've always like in the morning, I pray, I pray in the bathtub, I pray in the shower and I just wanted to feel good enough. So it wasn't until I shifted that part. You know what? This is this is the best part, Bernadette. You know who helped me shift that? Hmm. A high school student. Because nice. I, we had a show. I never discussed my personal life with my students. Drew the line. Although I kind of, you know, kind of goes without saying, you know, we know this, but we're not going to talk about it. It's my personal life, kid. Don't you ask those questions. <laughs> and this guy, his name is Chris Friend. He doesn't even know the impact this question had on my life. This was the beginning of the, the me opening up. We were about to do a show and the house wasn't open yet. And we were just kind of warming up and stuff. And then we were hanging out before, you know, we go into green room and all that stuff. And he goes, hey, Miss Stewart, is your wife coming to the show tonight? And I didn't miss a beat and I said, of course. She doesn't miss a show. And he goes, oh, that's fantastic. I would love to meet her. That's awesome. And from that day on, I was like, those kids don't give two shits about who my partner is. They just love me for me. And the shame that I felt from other people, like sometimes from family members, sometimes from, you know, I never discussed this with my mom. And you gave me the gift last week because remember i never i never yeah. even knew if my mom was proud of me i had i got married in 2014. wow never invited my mom to my wedding because we never had that conversation wow so all of that has shifted i've made peace with it i love who i am and I know that my purpose is bigger than me now and not that to continue being selfish and withholding these things. Wait, 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 back. <laughs> Let's back up the train. Selfish, okay. why is selfish, girlfriend, why? <laughs> why is selfish taking care of you and being you? You know better. Right, right. Well, what I meant was hiding who I was. Yeah. And being selfish with that and going, I have gifts. I have, you know, they, like, I mean, some of the kids who came into my theater class, they were looking for me to be authentic. Absolutely. And sometimes I wasn't. Yeah. I think that's true of all of us, though. Yeah. Right? Isn't it funny how much, like, we're so, I was just telling someone this the other day. It's like, you're so worried about being judged when you're out. You're causing yourself massive anxiety. Yeah. The reality is people are so self-absorbed. They're worried yeah. about what other people are thinking. They aren't looking at you. So true. You know, I'm so glad true. you stepped up into the spotlight of who you are and owned it because you're amazing. Like your energy and I don't always connect with everyone, you know, that I do podcasts with or, or whatever. But like mm -hmm. your energy is so powerful. Your presence <laughs> is so amazing. And I think it's needed. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much.
Well, and, and so you help people to reinvent themselves after 50. Yes. So, yes. Which I think is amazing, too, because I, I mean, it's hard for some people. It's hard. Yeah. You know? Especially yeah. when you go through empty nest or or you go through a divorce. I mean, it's not like marriages last forever for a lot of people right. in the world we're in. When you leave a partner, you're like, oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. how do you help people with that? You know, first of all, like, for instance, the whole identity shift of we, my brother-in-law, real quick, my brother-in-law is the same age as I am. We went on a trip together a couple of years ago. We were 49 then, right? And he goes, you know what, Trey? We got more years behind us than we do in front of us. And I went, damn that. Maybe you got more years behind you, but I'm going to live to be 100, sir. Right. <laughs> and so I started noticing this whole mentality of, oh, 50 is, oh, my God, you should just be retiring. You should not complain. Keep doing what you're doing because that window has closed for you to be switching around and doing all this stuff because I got 401k and I got pension and I've got this. And then who am I? You know, because I was like. You can be whoever you want to be. And so we start with opening and expanding the realm of possibility. I love the law of pure potentiality that it doesn't matter. As long as you still have air in your lungs, breath in your body, you can do anything that you want to do. Now, yeah, we do know that, you know, we you can't be 89 and be, you know, uh, hurrah in the 100 meter dash in the Olympics. That's not going to happen, Right. But there are things that you can do. So I start with that deconditioning of you can be, you can do this. So we go, okay, what are, what are those generational conditions, conditionings that have keep you stuck thinking that once you hit 50, it's over for you? You know, I, I as a matter of fact, I, I have a post that's, that I'm going to post on Facebook because I, one of the things I used to think was, oh, I had a total knee replacement and I was like, oh, once I have a total knee replacement, I'll never be able to run again, nor should I. Well, I just ran two miles on a treadmill this morning, you know, and I love and I don't I don't love running. I love being able to run. Right. Right. So it's helping them realize that, you know what, if you want something, it's never too late. It's never too late because we all are made for more. I just did a talk with the great the gratitude and and uh the gratitude group and kindness on, and it was made for more. The, the total, the title of the talk was made for more and helping them realize that you're 50, you're 51. That's a perfect time because why we are more, we have more wisdom. We have all this experience. We've learned from all the mistakes. And so I help them shift those characteristics because again, it's all based in, 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 in becoming a different identity. So it's like, what is it? We pick a characteristic. Who do you need to be? What is that characteristic that goes hand in hand? And yeah. then, okay, let's start taking action on it. So we've created the vision. We now know the path for the vision. What are the characteristics of who you need to become to get that? So one by one, I help them go, okay, now let's replace one thing with another that is going to get you closer to your goal. So, but yeah, but we start with the the deconditioning of this is how things should be. This is what I have to do. This is what I need to do. This is who I am, but I've already lived my life and I have a job that's 25 years in and I can't switch. 
So, yeah. So tell me, I'm curious because we're both in, we do the same kind of thing, but we do it very differently and focused very differently. Um, Have you found anyone that you can't get through the deconditioning yet? Oh, (laughs) yes. And for a long time, I kept thinking, shit. It's my fault. I've got to go take another certification because I don't know how to get to this person. Because I am a person who thinks I can help everyone, you know, if you just do the work. But there were some people who were just like, like I have this one client. I am all about visualization. I am all about teaching your subconscious, your brain, that you already have this, right? Yeah. So that it knows, oh, Expands the possibility, builds the the brand new neural pathways of your imagination to reality. Well, I had one client who wouldn't believe in visualization. Mm -hmm. And so everything that I said, okay, let's do this. So I felt like I was doing all the work for her. And so we worked on what's her modality. Her modality was audible. Like she, she, she needed to hear, she needed to hear it, but in order to hear it, Bernadette, you've got to, it's got to tap into an emotion, right? You've got to feel it before it affects you. That's why so many like music videos are so powerful. I mean, it's not like we're just going to watch the action and not hear the soundtrack. It's when you put the soundtrack there, it's like, oh my God, that's, it's so effective, especially if that's your modality. Well, that was her modality, but she just thought again, another one who, who didn't know how to dream. And so she just could not understand where I was trying to get her to go. And it was like, boom, every time we would have a call and I would go, okay, for this call, I need to reinvent the wheel. I've got to go pull out everything in my toolbox. And so I like to just be in the moment on a call, but I would go and prep and go, okay, what can I do? What trick can I pull out? What, what, you know, what new modality can I pull out? Let's go to NLP. And yeah, I just felt like, holy smokes, this just isn't working. And I talked to one of my coaching friends and I said, I don't even think I'm going to ask her for a testimonial because I don't know what she would say. And he goes, no, you should ask. And she wrote one. And, you know, she was like, you know, she loved me. You know, she loved our work together. Didn't really get the outcomes that she came for, but she wasn't sure if that, it, it, she didn't really get the outcomes that she came for, but she takes ownership that she didn't show up to do the work. Ah. And so I was still That going, may have been what sh- the outcome she needed though. Maybe so. You know what? Because she said, and I said, how could I have done a better job. What could, if I could have done anything different, what could that have been? And she said, I wish you would have micromanaged me. That's yeah. Not someone who leads themselves. Although there are clients that, that that's what they need. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find a coach that has that kind of time that would cost a fortune. Right. Are you going to move in with me here in Arizona? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pay me a whole lot yeah. of money for 24-7. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, sometimes, and I think this is some somewhat of an important point for all coaches, all people that work with others, is, you know, sometimes the outcome and the result is that they need to see 
Yeah. They didn't show up. And how many other places in life have you right. done that? You've paid for something. You said you wanted to do it. You showed up and you just, you weren't really there. You weren't mm-hmm. really 100%. Yeah. So, you know, I, it sucks when that happens. It sucks. It does. Because I questioned my worth for like months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, damn it, I'm still not good enough. <laughs> you know? It has yeah. nothing to do with it. It really doesn't. Sometimes we just don't click, but other times, I mean, like in this case, I'm glad you asked her, you know, because I have had people I can't Mm -hmm. help. I can work with you. Right. But I'll be honest and say, I don't know that I don't know that I can help you. And I don't know how, like, you know, I have had clients in the past that are narcissists, why they want to work with me, I guess, because I'm a really good listener and I'm really good Mm -hmm. at witnessing somebody. So they want that, <laughs> yeah. but like, can I actually help you shift and change? And I'll be honest and say, mm, that's the one type psychopath, sociopath, narcissist. That mm-hmm. Like, I can't give you the results that I'm going to give everybody else because right. we're not playing on the same field. Right. And how quickly do you recognize that? Pretty quick. Yeah. So, <laughs> my 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 radar is up with that. Right. Yeah. Harder. Funny, because it's harder with women to recognize it. Mm. It's more subtle. It's more covert. So like it's it's a weird. I don't know. Like men, it's easier. Not always. Not going to lie. <laughs> but with women, it, it just it takes a little bit of listening to the yeah. story and then really feeling in and asking some really key questions to see mm-hmm. if there's empathy there. Right. So, Yeah. It's a fun, it's a fun job that we have. It is, it is. It's never, no two calls are ever the same. You know, no two clients are ever the same. No. There's not, a, a, you know, a recurring thing that I can do every single time. And I love that because something I've always wanted. And one of the reasons why I wanted to become my own boss, do a life, be a life coach was because I wanted more variety in my day. I wanted to control that. So not having a cookie cutter thing from client to client is I love that. Totally it's love challenging. That. Well, and it actually makes you have to really, really be authentic. Yeah. Angela's saying so divine timing with this conversation from both of you. Thank you. Thanks for being on Angela. Oh, absolutely. We've got other comments, people saying hello. All right. So one last thing before we go, if you could share one thing that's super important for others to know about the work that you do with them, what's the most important thing you can pass on in this forum? Because I know there's probably yeah. so much, so many pearls with you. The most important thing is for people to know that, you know, I want you to look at your life and go, how can I experience a life that I knew, that I know that I was meant for? So that when you when you are a hundred, everybody's gonna live to be a hundred, right? When you're a hundred, you don't have the ghost standing around your bed going, this is the ghost of the song I wanted to write. This is the ghost of that Oscar that I was supposed to win. This is the ghost of that hundred meter dash I was supposed to. So you don't have those regrets. And knowing that, dig deeper. Like I wish I knew then what I know now that I should have dug deeper. I should have gone for these things, but you know what? Everything happens for a reason. And because of that experience, because of that message, because of that story, it's become my message. 
And so I want people to know that don't have any regrets. Go for it. Bust your ass if you have to, to make those things happen so that when you are scanning your life, you are 100% proud of every decision that you made. You have no regrets. Yes. All right. So tell our listeners where they can find you to get more from you because you have your own podcast. I do. What is it? Yeah. It's reinvent you, baby. <laughs> I like I that. do. Yeah. And so I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I just started playing a little bit with TikTok. I'm not sure how long I'll be there, but <laughs> I've been given some guidance that you should be on TikTok because I love doing videos. But I also have a website. It's TraviaStewart.com. And if anybody just wants to have a conversation, I would love to. I'd love one of, I had to move this down, Bernadette. It used to be that my top values were love and connection. Well, as a business owner, that can't really be, it shouldn't be your top value or you don't make any money and you don't, you know, you don't do the things you're not, you're supposed to do because your values are equated to the amount of time that you spend with them too. So if you don't spend the time that required, then you're out of alignment. So TraviaStewart.com, I would love to to have a call with anyone or you get more information. And I would love to, you know, talk about my podcast, Reinvent You Podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places where you hear. And you know what? Bernadette's episode is going to be out next Thursday, which is fire, baby. Fire, fire, fire. So there we go. So that was fun. Well, thank you. Thank you for being on. We've got a bunch of people on here and that are jumping on. So thanks, everybody, for listening to us and for joining us today. I can't wait to have you back. We're going to do this again. I just know it. Yes, I would love it. I would love it. Yep, we're going to stay in each other's worlds. There we are. Yeah, I think there's a lot we have in common. Yes. And there's a lot, I think, that the listeners can benefit just just from chatting. I agree. I 100% agree. Thank you so much, Bernadette. I'm so honored. This has been so much fun. It really was. All right, you guys go check her out and I will see you later. Perfect.